Hey, 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 welcome to a new episode of Uniquely Spoken. I am your host, Red. Thank you for tuning in to a new episode. I know I've been gone for a minute, but hopefully we're going to get back to our regularly scheduled program. But let's jump into this new episode because we got some things to talk about. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Come one, come all to this unique ball. Red people and honey buns alike. This is the place where we do nothing but let love unite. Hey, (laughs) I've missed you. And in case you missed it in the intro, my name is Red. Hey, how you doing? I'm the host of this here podcast. Listen, I know, I know. I have gotten the phone calls, the text messages, everything (laughs) Um, asking me when a new episode was coming, asking, uh, have I forgotten about y'all? No, I have not. I could never. But I've been gone for a minute. Um, And honestly, I'm working on trying to be more open and transparent. And on this show, I've done the best that I could as far as, um, especially with Hey Honey, being open about things I battle, uh, especially mentally and healing from things from my past. So your girl has been depressed. (laughs) Um, I've, I've been dealing with depression and a lot of the times we go through stuff and we don't want to put a name on it or a label to it. But a lot of times if we don't put a voice to things, we can never start to work on it and heal from it and move forward. Not just move past it like it didn't exist, but to really work on it and accept what's happening and learn how to cope, learn how to be better and learn how to keep moving forward. And I'm the worst person at opening up I open up for like I open up enough to let people let people feel comfortable but as far as being open and vulnerable with even people that's close to me I I don't because I guess image wise I want to be seen as the strong friend and if you are in the same position I'm in as far as being the strong friend, you don't always have to be the strong friend because I I also have strong friends and strong people in my life that I know I can turn to, but for whatever reason, my mind won't let me go to them and say, hey, A, B, C, and D is going on. This is what I'm struggling with. And to those that I know are going to hear this, that I'm going to receive a message from, I know you're there and I know that I'm not alone I just have to get to that place of realizing that I'm not alone if that makes sense but it's like I couldn't bring myself to do a lot of things including recording a new episode of this podcast I recorded half of it half of it was done I just had to record intro and a couple other things And that was it. 
what would probably take me maybe not even an hour I couldn't bring myself to do it or put the energy behind doing it and I feel like you all deserve me at my best and I didn't feel like I was at my best so I was like this isn't going to be good I don't have the energy to put behind it none of that so that is where I where I have been what I have been up to um like I said I recorded half of the show at the end of June and yeah here we are mid July and I'm just now putting something forward so this is this is not my excuse but this is me giving y'all or giving you a reason as to where I have been because I could have came on here and tried to be funny and be like oh yeah girl I was in an entanglement no I wasn't we're gonna talk about that we're gonna talk about that but no I was not but before I jump all the way into just scrolling because I'm almost at five minutes I really want to send my prayers and condolences to the family, friends, loved ones, the child of Naya Rivera, because I, I right now am in <laughs> the process of watching the entire season of Glee for like the fourth time, <laughs> the third or fourth time. That is that genuinely became one of my favorite shows, and that's where you know I knew Naya from not realizing that she had been on Family Matters she had been on several other shows as a child Glee is where I knew her from and what's really really crazy and uh no one can tell me that angels don't exist or people don't have angels watching over them because the day she was found was the same day as Corey Monteith who, who played Finn on Glee was the seven year anniversary of his death so no one can tell me (laughs) that angels do not exist because she was found on the same exact day as um, the anniversary of his death her body was found and was really like kind of eerie and creepy is this um Glee did a tribute to to Corey, who, who like I said, played Finn on on Glee. You, I just said that, overlooked that, okay. But she, they did a tribute episode, and the song that she sung as her tribute to Finn was this song called "If I Die Young," and. I believe the lyrics in the course are if I die young bury me in satin lay me down on a bed of roses sink me in the river yes sink me in a river at dawn send me away with the words of a love song the fact that she was found in a river and she young listen I'm just saying it's a lot of it's a lot of coincidences and nobody like I said nobody can tell me that angels aren't real so moving on 
as I said, I said my prayers, condolences, and everything to her family, friends, loved ones, her child, um, her other Glee castmates. But we're going to move on. Because I was just scrolling across this ghetto-ass internet. And I came across this story. One, I'm going to touch on it real quick because it's a, it's a whole little lesson in there. But this man was saying, uh, basically going over how he cheated with this married woman and how he did it a couple like years ago, but it still affects him to this day. And as far as he has trust issues and all of that, please be aware of the company that you keep <laughs> because especially if you're in a relationship so this man said he helped this woman cheat he had met her at a fair and she uh she told him that she was married she told him she had a husband all of those things but like she kind of gave off this vibe in a sense of if i wasn't married you you know basically you can get it and me personally if you married in a relationship or whatever you shouldn't be giving nobody other than your significant other them type of vibes but he um he they exchanged numbers that's what you really messed up too ma'am you gave this person your number eh, eh. no no bad bad wifey so they he said they kept exchanging you know conversation and he was like i don't know what it was but one day i just texted her and was like i need you and that was the first time they had sex now he said he was immature he was you know he was a little bit younger basically he only hit her up for sex the way he worded it was i was looking for a double dutch she was looking for an, an entanglement and I knew I couldn't, you know, I knew I couldn't be a part of an affair. What you mean? You can't be a part of an affair, sir. She told you from jump. She had a husband and you still took her number. You became part of the affair, even though most of the responsibility falls on her. You became a part of the affair when you got her number and continued to interact with her and exchange conversations. What you mean? Act bad, no, no. So they had sex for however long, and she said she told him the reason why she did it because he said, in his eyes, marriage was sacred, and the fact that he was helping this woman cheat and she had a husband that messed him up, it gave him commitment issues, and all of this. How you got the issues, and all of these things when you were the one who was stepping into someone's marriage even though the wife invited you in it's 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 i we'll keep going but he said that he um he had he now has commitment issues trust issues and all of those things but he said that he doesn't feel guilty about it he doesn't you know regret doing it he learned from it whatever whatever but he also said he doesn't believe in karma his thing with karma is yeah and i wrote it down so i wouldn't mess it up he said if you 
if you can constantly think and feel guilty about what you did, you're inviting bad spirits. I'm a positive person. I can admit where I did. What I did was wrong. And I have... What the heck? I can't read my own handwriting, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> I can admit what I did wrong. And I have to learn from that. Sir, the fact... I don't care if you believe in karma, but the Bible says you reap what you sow. You sold into this person's marriage by stepping in. Once again, even though the, the wife invited you in, you sold into this person's marriage. So you, you're going to reap back. It don't matter if you constantly think about it one your conscience the fact that you said you don't feel guilty or you don't regret it you really don't have a conscience sir we we just not gonna talk about that though but you helped this woman cheat now you have all of these feelings about marriage and about uh commitment and trust issues when you created it a lot of times we create our own pain and we still don't know how to heal from it years down the road. This is a decision. You consciously made this decision to get into this woman's marriage. You could have easily said no. Once she told you, they, she, he said they met at a fair. Once she told you that she had a husband, that should have been end all communication, cutthroat, dry conversation. All of that should have ended. You made a conscious decision to take her number, to entertain her with conversation back and forth, and then tell her, hey, I need you. And then when she started catching feelings, because, excuse me, she said that her reason for doing it was because she didn't feel desired by her husband. She said he was he was a really good man. He paid the bills. He did this. He took care of the house, took care of the kids. He... You know, basically, she didn't have to want or anything. She didn't have to want for anything, but she did not feel desired. She didn't feel wanted in a sense because he would come straight home from work and go straight to the office or go straight to doing whatever and not making her feel desired or wanted. You can't pick up that burden because guess what? Then when you go to making her feel desired and wanted her husband gonna come and he's gonna have the desire and want to put his foot in your ace or a bullet in your nuts whichever comes first so yeah play a pimp that that wasn't your that wasn't in your rights or your responsibility now you talking about oh i don't believe in karma because if you constantly think about it you inviting bad spirits um well, the fact that you haven't been in a relationship or can't be in a relationship because of a problem that you created, um, I believe that is your karma, sir. That's you reaping what you sowed. Because now you think, oh, well, somebody's going to do to me what I did to someone else. So it don't matter if you positive or not. You can do all the affirmations and mantras and all of that in the world. That's not going to fix what you did. Just saying. But since he, he he said she I was looking for a double dutch and she was looking for an, an entanglement, we're gonna talk about Jada and Will, okay? Cause I can't just let this pass. So let's move on, shall we?
and we are back and as i stated in the last segment we gotta talk about the will and jada like and i know there's probably a lot that has already been said and excuse me some people are genuinely just tired of hearing about it and hearing the different theories and all of that but i'm gonna give you this is called unique thoughts for a reason i'm gonna give you my unique thoughts about the situation all right so for those of you who do not know jada pinkett smith had what she calls an entanglement with um the r&b singer august alcina while she was married to will smith or they're still married but um they sat at the red table red table uh jada pink smith her mom and her daughter willow have a show on facebook called red table talk and they go in depth about certain subjects and are very open honest no judgment transparent all of that and she chose to bring herself to the red table and she brought will so will could ask the questions or whatever else me personally part of it feels like it was you know discussed beforehand as far as it not being an authentic if or it feeling like it was an authentic type of conversation and i feel like she was open and honest about certain things to be relatable in a sense but it is more to this story like it's a lot more to this story a couple of things that stood out to me when they were speaking besides the entanglement because they both said they had separated amicably i cannot say that word they had agreed (laughs) i can amicably i i don't know i get tongue tied listen (laughs) (laughs) it's just three o'clock in the afternoon i have not been drinking yet so (laughs) they both decided that they were going to split and this is why you cannot this is a prime example why you cannot make permanent decisions based on temporary emotions because you brought in another person another heart another soul another person who was looking to looking for help um if you know the youtuber or instagrammer whatever he really is relationship coach um Derek Wan I believe is his name he stated something that stood out to me because he gave his two cents on it but he said you invited a person in to your mess un willingly or unknowingly um basically he said and that's not verbatim but you invited somebody in that didn't choose to be there this person was coming to you as a friend because you said they that you all started out as really good friends so you started out as a really good friend and it progressed into more and if you go and watch that episode of red table talk which i believe within the first 24 hours it got close to 15 million views because everybody was wrapped up in this but she um she stated that 
she was looking to fix him in a sense like she wasn't expecting a relationship she wasn't expecting to or not even a relationship she said entanglement first of all to everybody under the sound of my voice please do not go and cheat on your significant other and then say well i didn't really cheat i was it was an entanglement because you gonna be in an entanglement and your significant other gonna be incarcerated all right listen um because they gonna go to jail when they found out you cheated and had an entanglement you entangled your private parts with somebody else's private parts and now they sitting in incarceration because they entangled a weapon to your throat or around your throat or they entangled they foot in your ace um or they fist down your throat uh or they entangled poison into your food um they entangled a whole murder plot and now they're incarcerated uh listen don't don't do this like this all started out as a good joke and but excuse me this all started out as a good joke about the whole entanglement thing y'all don't take this seriously don't go don't go and try to commit something and then oh baby it was just an entanglement because now they done entangled they car and see your kneecaps um and you can't walk uh now you got to entangle your arm around some crutches or wheel yourself around um handicap parking all the way so <laughs> i'm stupid <laughs> But like what like I said, a lot of things jumped out at me. And one thing that stood out was she said that she hadn't felt good in so long that fixing him made her feel good. And she addressed codependency and all of that. But at the same time, like the uh, like the dude Derek said, you invited a person in that didn't choose to be there. You chose to have him there. You used him in a sense for your own self discovery. And even though um y'all you and Will made the decision, oh you know well this is it we're done. You were like okay we're well, boom. If we done, hey yo August, like this is somebody who he stated that he was broken. He was struggling uh, mentally. He was struggling actually physically because he was dealing with his own illnesses. And what's crazy is they pointed out all the resources that they helped him with and helped him get better. And you helped him this, this, and this. But, and they started asking, like, we don't know what what the reason is, why this is coming out now. Because you can't put a timing on someone's truth. In my eyes, you can't. Now, could this, could it be like a publicity thing where his, uh, he had a CD coming out. I think it was, the CD was called State of Emergency. Um... And this was just perfect timing. 
I don't know. That's for him to say. But you can't say, well, I don't know why this is coming out now. This was years ago. He's still hurting from this. This was a person who came from broken home type situation, who had his own struggles. He was looking towards drugs and alcohol and all this to suppress things from his childhood. And you took advantage of that. To me, a broke person can't fix a broke person. Like y'all trying to put pieces together and you making you you making up things along the way like you're discovering things along the way but they said during the red red table talk that they were on you know a journey as husband and wife you can't open a whole nother book not just go to a new chapter but open up a whole nother book if you have not completed the final chapter in the book you were reading before or the book you was working on before because now you've gotten this person involved jada was giving him love was giving him this affection was giving him attention giving him all the things that he had been needing he had been missing he was she was making him a better person as far as getting the help he needed as far as being there when he was sick because he had gotten real sick at one point i remember he was hospitalized and everything she was there you made yourself available for him and then when you and Will decided, hey, you know what, we're going to try to work this out, you removed yourself from him and stopped giving him all of the things that you knew he depended on. And now he's in a, a better space, I believe, mentally where he can openly talk about it. Now, the whole Will gave me permission and she said, well, he, you know, perceived it differently because he doesn't want to be made out to be a homewrecker. Understandable. As I said in the last segment, you you make the choice to invite yourself into a situation after you know someone is, is dealing with someone else. You putting yourself in a rough spot. But I don't believe when everything first started, August really was looking seeking to be in a relationship with Jada that's just my personal opinion he really needed help and she made herself available to him and hey this is what I needed this is helping push me forward he said in his interview with Angela Yee which is how all of this came out and started he said in his interview that he gave all of himself in that relationship and in the beginning you know at least how he perceived it she was giving all of herself but to me me personally I can't give myself wholly whole full-fledged give myself to someone that I know is still attached to someone else because I'm not getting all of you back in return i'm getting the pieces of you that you that one are left over and two that you want me to have i'm not getting the full i'm not getting all of you like you're getting all of me no john legend but i'm not getting the complete you i'm getting pieces of you 
I'm getting the pieces that aren't broken. I'm getting the pieces that you choose to let me have. I'm getting the pieces that you are looking for me to fix. Jada said that, you know, this is when she found that you can't find happiness outside of yourself. All of that. Ma'am, you could have went on a seven-day retreat and found that out. You didn't have to involve this person. He was in a vulnerable state. He was. Now, I don't take blame away from him. Because, once again, you chose to get involved with someone who you knew belonged to someone else. Even if it was unintentional, at some point you made that choice. Because even in a broken state and you receiving what you needed, you could have been like, this isn't right. I have to move on from this for my own well-being. Which, in the end, it seems like he did because he stopped dealing with her altogether. And according to her, she said, hey, I hadn't talked to him in years. He and I haven't spoken. August said everyone received a courtesy call before the interview came out. So it's it's a lot of things like it's a lot of underlying language right there still it's a lot of unspoken hurt it's a lot of unspoken unresolved issues because that little 12 13 minute red table talk you you didn't you didn't hit everything because this man is still hurting he's in a better state now where he can talk about it but jada you not iyanla you can't fix his life especially when you haven't fixed yours That's all I'm saying. Hey, honeys. So we've reached a segment in the show called Hey, Honey. If you're new here, Hey, Honey is when I usually give encouraging words or I give advice whenever I have questions written to me by you all. And listen, I'm not a counselor. I am not licensed by anyone but the Lord, our Heavenly Father. And you can take my advice with a grain of salt or you can apply it to your life. But if you apply it and something go wrong, listen, I am not, I cannot be held responsible for what you choose to do. This is what was given to me and what I am giving to you through your speakers. Um, actually, I'm not giving you anything. For this hey honey this hey honey i have a special guest so he's going to give give you something and i'm gonna just comment here and there so and yes i said he so for those of you that have been around for a nice little minute y'all have heard me mention that i am in a relationship but i've never told you his name and I'm pretty sure my my by this point my best friends are like, oh my god. And I'm going to get a text message. Be like, oh my god. <laughs> but um yeah. So this hey honey segment, I am not giving 
the encouraging words or advice. I'm going to give a question. I'm going to pose a question and he's going to give the rest. But my here with me is my baby. I've called him King. That's how I refer to him on here. But his name, his real name is Chris. So give a warm welcome. Clap, 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 clap for my baby, for Chris. Hey, bud. Hey, how everybody doing today? And I hope y'all blessed and highly favored as of right now. And if you're not, then you and the Lord need to have some serious time together. But anyways, um, just this past week or, or was it a couple weeks ago? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, um, just this past couple weeks ago, me and... Shanita, we were going to try to get my ID done, and we ran into, like, a group of people, and they were about to fight because somebody disrespected somebody else's mom, and the mom was encouraging them to fight, and the dude that was being encouraged, or not the dude, but um, the young man that was being encouraged to fight went and grabbed the knife. And chase the other dude down the street, and and everything had been and everything everything just kind of went left because like yeah. it was not half the neighborhood, but you could see this person, the person who was disrespected, the woman who was disrespected, her about the whole neighborhood was out, and. I mean, cars stopping in the middle of the road, stuff being held up, kids. The, and it wasn't like these were two adults fighting because their parent was disrespected. These were kids. These were teenagers between the ages of like maybe 13, 14, and 15. One, possibly 16. But I believe the one that had the knife, my roommate actually knew. And she was like, he's not a bad kid. He's, he's actually a really good kid, but when you push him too far or you talk about his parent, which anybody, they're going to go to war for their parent. He went and got a knife. And then there were several people trying to jump him as well. I think it was his little brother. But in that instance, like, and what makes it worse was everybody was black. So, everybody is out there trying to fight. Then you got the mama saying, let it, let them fight one-on-one or whatever, whatever. You have adults encouraging kids to fight. So, by the grace of God, my roommate was there to help de-escalate the situation. Chris was there to help de-escalate the situation. Um, another neighbor was there to help de-escalate situation and everything everyone just kind of dispersed prayerfully nothing else you know jump back off later but what like how did that make you feel babe because that was crazy because we just randomly turned the corner and saw everybody walking down the street cussing hype I mean uh, honestly that made me feel like like that is 
that's the problem in our black communities. You know what I'm saying? Like we, as black people, we have the power, but we using our power for the wrong reason. Like, okay, so this is a grown woman. You know what I'm saying? Like my mom would have been like, go home or something like that. But this child's mom was encouraging him and he went and grabbed the knife. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like that, like stuff like that takes a major part in our black communities being destroyed. You know what I'm saying? Because like we, because by that being his parent, she should have been like, that's, oh, okay son, that's not worth it. It's, it, it's always another solution to stuff like this. You know what I'm saying? Like he had a knife. You know what I'm saying? And, like, it was other kids close by. It looked like it could have been his little sister or his little or his little brother. And anything it, like that. And yeah. he was, you know what I'm saying? Like, in my eyes, I feel like anything could have happened. Yeah. Like, his little sister could have got stabbed. His, I think his, his little sister almost did. I think, yeah, it was a little sister because he had swung it at the person. And the little sister was close by. And she ended up, like, stepping back right in time. Because she could have gotten cut deeply. So, that leaves me to ask this question. Because I know some some of your background, like some of your story because everyone has a story the way you know they came from and everything like that everyone has a past seeing that if that was your younger self or if you could have a sit down with that young man what would you say to your younger self or to that young man in that situation I mean I would tell him that it's not worth it, you know what I'm saying? Because you taking somebody else's life can can also take your life at, at the same time. Because if you kill his person, then you take his life, then, then you're going to be prosecuted into prison or in jail or anything like that, you know what I'm saying? And that's taking your life, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's, that's taking your freedom. It's basically hurting the people around you and if there's any young teenagers that's that's actively listening to this podcast right now I want you to to love your family because they they will be there when nobody else is and stay away from the streets because the streets don't love you the streets will take you away from the people that do love you you know what I'm saying and just be mindful of the people that you hang around. Be, be mindful of the, the. Just be mindful of your surroundings because anything is happening. And take note that we are living in the very last of times. Yeah. Like, if you could give any advice to your younger self, or if I could give any advice to my younger self, it would be. Like, in that situation, that right there is not worth it. Yeah, defend your parent. True enough, defend your parent, defend yourself. But don't defend them to the extent you throw your life away and you close 
many doors to yourself and many close off many opportunities for yourself because of that one action and so anybody who's listening if i could pose this question to y'all what would you go back and tell your younger self any any and it doesn't have to be about this specific situation just anything ask yourself that question what would you tell your younger self what piece of advice would you tell your younger self and that's it oh okay guys that was my little uh, opinion on her on on Shanita's or y'all call her red that was <laughs> that was my opinion on her hey honey yeah so thank you back no problem babe. <laughs> Until next time, we're going to jump into the last segment. And don't forget, I love you. Stay prayed up. Keep God first. And cherish your family. That's it. That's all I have to say. Love you guys. we are back we have made it to the last segment of the show i know you're so sad but hey i understand you still have a life that you need to go live and so do i so we are back we've made it to unique speaks unique speaks is when either i give you a poem because i'm a poet and i thought you should know it or i give you a quote from someone famous or just something that I found. If you hear rattling or chewing in the background, Chris has a bag full of candy. Yeah. <laughs> he has a bag full of candy that he got for birthdays, which he recently celebrated a birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday again, babe. Thanks, love. And so, yeah, any rattling you hear, no, it's not technical difficulties. It's him opening candy. <laughs> no, don't put your candy back there. <laughs> but this um, this week, you are getting a quote. I'm going to work on a poem. I think I actually have one that I haven't done on here yet. But um, you're getting a quote. And it's not coming from me because Chris is still here. And he's going to do it. So, yeah. Take it away. Okay, guys, this is a Bible scripture that I think most of you or some of you would like, and it's Psalms 55th chapter, verse 22, and it reads, Cast thy burden upon Jehovah, and he will sustain thee. He will never suffer the righteous to be moved. Okay, so what? Everyone has different interpretations. If you can have different interpretations of the same uh, verse, and what how I interpret that is, cast your cares upon the Lord. It's it's things that we say we care about or genuinely worry about. He's opening another piece of candy. <laughs> But, but it's things that we worry about that 
God already has a solution to. He is things that we pray and stress ourselves out about that God is sitting high and looking low saying, it, you're just coming across this situation. I knew about it way ahead of time. So we put ourselves in stressful situations or in a stressed mind state when God has already worked something out, cast your cares upon the Lord. And a lot of times we can save ourselves so much time and heartache and save ourselves so much peace of mind by just doing specifically that a lot we have so such a hard time following instructions simple instructions i me myself i personally don't like following instructions because it's really predictable why not just wing it but when the lord tell you to do something you really might want to follow those instructions um I don't like following instructions when it comes to measuring things as far as baking the cake or cooking certain things. Why? I like being excited and and surprised by the outcome. Hey, what if I get it right? And I did all the wrong things. But when the good books say, cast your cares upon the Lord, you really might want to cast your cares upon the Lord. So that's how I took it. Babe, how did you take it? Mm. I think that is saying that if you have any type of burden or you feel as if something is not going your way, then then just give all your burdens to him and he will remove those things because in the Bible you have to, because in the Bible it says, I am a man that I should not lie. Oh. That's good. Yeah. You right. So. You right. And like all you got to do is trust him. Because. W- without him. Nothing is possible. You will fall. And keep falling. And keep falling. Eventually you, you're going to get tired of falling. And you're going to turn to him. Which you should do that before you fall. Yeah. But God grants us grace. Even when we fall. So that grace allows us. To get back up and heal. Once he forgives us. Everything is cast into. The sea of forgiveness. So. And that's that's something. I didn't even think about. It does say in the Bible that I'm a man, uh, God is not a man that he should lie. So when he says, you know, cast your burdens upon him and that he will take care of it, he'll do just that. When he says that there's a purpose and a plan for your life, he knew it way before you were formed in your mother's womb. What are you doing? Never mind. Uh, <laughs> when he says there's a purpose and plan for your life before you were formed in your mother's womb, it means just that there's a purpose and a plan for your life. And we're saying, God, whoever you believe in, you know, whatever your religion may be, or even if you don't have a religion and you're just spiritual and you believe in a higher power or believe in the universe, how take this, you know, however you will. But God is who we believe in. So, that is the end of the show. Cast your burdens upon the Lord.
and free up free up some time free up some sanity for yourself free up some peace for yourself because and, and keep in mind that he is a man that he shall not lie true enough so we're gonna go ahead and wrap this thing up so you can continue on with your day your night your afternoon whichever whatever time of day you are listening to this which once again thank you so much for listening it is greatly appreciated thank you babe for helping me out and joining me on this episode i greatly appreciate it yes thank you for having me <laughs> and until next time red people if you wonder why i call you red people it's because my name is red and you are my people until next time i love you remember l-o-v-e is all we need i'll talk to you soon bye